yo, 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 check this out. This is Fresh Kid out the China, man. Look at you like boo. Yo, yo, what's up, y'all? It's me, DMC. What's up, y'all? This is the Floyd Master B. Yo, check us out. Chuck the Public Enemy. Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous group. What's up? This is DLC. This is Jerry Heller, motherfuckers. Support DJ Paul K. Oil 361. Young Dizzy Ball. Vice One. Yo, this is DJ Ready Brand. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Ross. You listen to me on the Murder Master Music Show. What's up now, motherfucker? This is a show that shows no limits. Broadcast nothing but the real. Interviews with legendary artists. Still got love for the underground feel. Rappers with records revealing that they should have rappers that are coming up. Get up, put on. Wicked to the platform to fight the beast. This show that you need to be on. Hit up YouTube. Thank you for asking, man. And uh, um, once I'm done answering that question, I'm going to revert that back to you as well, just to see how everybody is. This was, as with all of us, uh, something that nobody expected. I don't think you could have told any of us, um, no matter where we're from, what part of the world we're from, what race, religion, whatever, you know, old, young, sick, well. I don't think you could have told anybody as a human being walking the face of this earth back in January, that we would be where we are now going into August. I don't think you could have told us last year. Um, so as far as me and mine's are going, it's, it's survival. It's day to day. Um, it's ingesting what you can get from the news that you hear and some of the stuff that you see on the internet, but taking some of it with a grain of salt. And then there are days where you just got to step away for a few days. And you have to yeah. assess your own situation because, you know, the, the media sometimes, you know, like I do, um, a lot of the stuff we see in the mainstream media in particular, 
you know, a lot of it's 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 from a business perspective. It's you know they're trying to sell antidotes and and fear and certain other things. But we're okay, thank God. We're just you know going day to day. Um, definitely trying to stay as healthy as possible. Um, and the same thing with the artists, you know, that I work with. It's just keeping them motivated, and you know, trying to make sure that they understand that we're going to come back from this. Um, I don't think that as a society, you know, a lot of the things that we considered normal will be the norm anymore. I think this changed the whole game in so many ways, you know what I mean? Um, even if it's just something as simple as wearing a mask when you're out in public and social distancing. You know, I, I don't think we ever thought that events, public events, movie theaters, bowling alleys, the, the possibility of going to a concert and you're still having to maintain six feet away from someone, you know. So yeah. we're just taking it day to day, you know, and going slow trying to regroup, um, and, you know, it gets to you after a while, you know what I mean? But you, you have to look at, you know, look at it this way. you you got to keep going. You cannot give up. We still have lives to live, um, no matter what the politics, you know, the religious preferences, all the stuff that we see that's been bombarded in the media. We've, we've just been inundated with just a lot of stuff, man. It's like, you know, like I do, it's like Niagara Falls. It, it just keeps coming. You know, it just keeps falling down on us. But we're just trying to stay positive, stay motivated, and, you know, stay healthy mentally and physically and just take things day to day, man. How are you guys making out? Man, we're, you know, uh, we've had a few hiccups, you know, ups and downs, but, man, we're still here. Like you said, you got to keep it going. Um, you know, and right. I think the biggest thing that uh, I realized during this whole pandemic was, like you said, um, what we see happening in other parts of the world, like China, they've been wearing face masks. It's been the norm for them for a long time, many years now. Uh, yeah. But most of us mm-hmm. Americans, we don't think, well, shit, that's not going to ever happen here. And here you go. Right. You know, uh, it's the new yeah. norm. So we gotta, we just got to make some adjustments, tweak uh, our, our living and our lifestyles a little bit, and, and adapt. Because if you can't adapt... Then uh, it's bad uh, bad news for you. That's for sure. And it's the same thing with this hip hop mm-hmm. game. I always want to commend you. You're always able to reinvent yourself. You know, um, you've put out, you've come on the show. We, we've uh, showcased you know, many projects over the years and uh, many different endeavors, man. And you always keep it going and, and keep it moving, man. And uh, I commend you for that, man. Real talk. Well, you know, thank you first and foremost. Um, and, and I think. You know, our relationship has been what it's been because it's been what at least fifteen years now that we've known each other, we've done business together, we've been <laughs> friends with each other. It's, it has to be, if not more. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time. You know, time. it's been a while. So, I think the rapport that we have is for people like you and I in this 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 culture of hip hop. This is just that. It's our culture. It's who we are. No matter the style, no matter what part of the industry or the game, this is our life. This is not, you know, something that we put on and we take off. You and I, I mean, look at your track record. I'm listening to your intro, and you're 700 episodes into something that you put your life, your blood, your dedication, your talent, your time, definitely your money into all on your own. You didn't have a a major corporation bankrolling you. You didn't have a major sponsor bankrolling you. So, you know, I I think the rapport that we've always had and we always will have and the respect is the fact that this is our life. And that's what separates us from everyone else. Those that come into this for three or four years 
And they may make, you know, they may make a shitload of money, or they may make more money than we may be making at the time, but our opportunities are still there. And the the crazy thing about this whole situation with this pandemic is it resets a lot of situations. It's like it took certain things back to the drawing board. It cleared the board. And what I'm finding now in the industry is the majors pretty much know that it's, it's, it's pretty much a sealed deal for them. I mean, when technology came in, you and I witnessed that 15 years or so ago when it changed the entire industry in life period, but it definitely hit the music industry hard and it gave us a totally different way of having to do business and everything went online and then we could get downloads and we get streams and CDs become obsolete. Mom and pop stores become obsolete. Major chains become obsolete. All of these changes that have taken place, they were on the, the decline was on the majors anyway. But now it's really on them. So the artists are pretty much back in control. The independent uh, labels are back in control. The independent distributors are back in control. So from an artist's perspective, the only thing you're really not able to do right now is tour. But if you are an artist, I don't care if you're singing country western music. I don't care if you're doing opera. It could be hip-hop. This is the time for you to regroup, reset, and recreate and establish your own yeah. You know, because it's a wide open field now. You know. Yeah, you're 100 percent right, man. Uh, I never even looked at it like that from that perspective. Um, yeah, it was back to the drawing board for real. It's also a great time to, mm-hmm. to connect with your fans. You know, be more engaged yes. with them. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But you, um, man, you connected with the legend, somebody I've known for many years, who uh, I've, I've looked up to. Um, I'm talking about the one and only St. Charles, man. And for those of you listening who know who he is, that you know about Soul and Music Group, man, tell everybody the good news, brother. Well, officially on paper, um, as of about two months ago, SMG, Soul and Music Group, uh, is in the midst of relaunching. About two months ago, St. Charles and I became partners in SMG Solar Music Group. So right now, my position in the company is not just as his business partner in the company, I'm also the current CEO. And when I tell you that, thank you, man, I I definitely appreciate it. And it's definitely a blessing. It's an honor to be partnered with this man because the irony of it is this. One of the first jobs I had dealing with music, period, was street promotions. And that was in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, um, Augusta, Georgia, and Columbia, South Carolina, and Charleston, South Carolina. That area back then, back in the dinosaur days, was known as the Triangle. And I reached out to uh, Ruthless, um, Sick With It, uh, I think it was Rap-A-Lot, all of the early labels in regards to doing street promotions. So I was making a little money. They would send me their materials. I'd hit the mom and pop stores and, you know, basically – take care of their promotion and their marketing. So they didn't have to send people from California to do it. I would do this. And the irony there is one of the first clients I had was early, early solo music. So I never met this man 30 years ago, but I'm working for him indirectly promoting his material on the South, in the Southeast. Now you, you fast forward all these years with business partners and getting ready to relaunch, you know, one of the most prominent labels and the most successful and respected independent labels in the history of the game. But what I'm looking forward to is just absorbing 
as you alluded to in an earlier conversation we had, absorbing the knowledge that he has. Um, We ended up linking up together a few months ago, um, and it was crazy because I had a management company. I had four artists signed to the management company, and I just happened to reach out to him in regards to seeing if he was doing anything. We got to talking, and we struck up a conversation, and the conversation ended up recurring over a period of days, and he told me what he was looking for. And, you know, what he said to me, it got my attention. He said, I think you're the person that I'm looking for. I had no idea what he was talking about. I'm thinking, okay, he's going to plug me in, you know, so my artist could get signed somewhere else or, you know, another situation. He says, no, this is what I'm looking for in regards to Solar. And it took me by surprise, but then I had to stop and I had to think about it. And I'm like, here's my shot to carry on a legacy. Here's my shot to to create and have input on new legends. You know what I mean? Oh. And keep the core of this thing where guys like you, myself, you know, where we are and go even beyond that, but still keep it respectful, keep it true to what it is, but at the same time, allow it to grow and get to a broader fan base as well, you know. Add your input to it. You know what I'm saying. Add your uh, expertise and and your your career into what St. Charles has. And it's funny because we just interviewed uh, the homie Tobin Costin, uh, who was Master mm-hmm. P's manager. He was telling us how uh, St. Charles introduced him to Master P, but he was also telling us mm-hmm. a little history on St. How he used to, I mean, this is how far he goes back. He used to take 45 records to jukeboxes um, and promote records that way. This man has an extensive history in the game, you know, um, and Mm -hmm. and some of the rap stuff he's done. I mean, you look at the albums. You got Master P, The Ghetto's Trying to Kill Me, 99 Ways to Die, Sebo, Mm -hmm. Marvelous. Man, the list goes on and on and on. What's it like to be able to work with a guy with that kind of history? Every day. I'm still pinching myself because it hasn't even been a full six months. It's just been a couple of months, and we're we're getting everything relaunched, getting everything started. So that in itself is a lot of work. And people don't realize, a lot of the artists don't understand, even those that have been in this game for years, they don't understand what goes on behind the scenes. Like, this is a a 17, 18-hour day situation every single day because you're constantly dealing with the business of this label. And, you know, one of the things that's part of my job is to make sure all the I's are dotted, all the T's are crossed, and make sure the business is handled so it's something he doesn't have to worry about. He is definitely there. You know, it's not like I don't have access to him. Um, but it's kind of like a walking version of Google, to to, to yeah. put it, to put it, you know what I mean? Because there's nothing that I'm going to ask him or that I haven't asked him that he's not going to know. And he doesn't need to go to his, you know, to his iPhone. It's like right off the top. And he won't only give me the surface of that information, man. He does a deep dive, like just in conversation. So uh, the good part for me is I don't feel like I'm, you know, no man on a uh, one man on an island and I'm facing the whole industry by myself. You know, he, he the word partnership, he has showed me in a very short amount of time just by his actions and even extending the offer to me, um, you know, to become his partner. He's definitely lived up to that. So it, it's it's 
really like so far it's been amazing. And some of the things we've had to, to knock down just in a short amount of time on a business level, again, because you're talking about attorneys, you're talking about business licenses, you're talking about taxes, you're talking about, you know, federal regulations to actually run your business. You know, we have to make sure all of that stuff is done. And, you know, between our attorneys, we're basically schooling our attorneys, but his knowledge is like limitless. But the one thing I, I, I could say about him that, you know, I, I have nothing but respect for him, you know, as a partner, as a human being, and as a man. But the one thing that I admire about this guy is the simple fact that he is very, very humble. The force that he is in this business, the people that he knows in this business, he can pick up his phone and he can connect dots that most people that we might know as huge executives and we know their faces and they work with so-and-so and so this multi-platinum. He can still get things done that a lot of, you know, other executives may not necessarily be able to get done, but it's because of his reputation. It's because of his work ethic, but he's very, very humble. You know, yeah. he's not going to let you screw up. He's not going to lie to you. He's not going to sell you, you know, a dream and let you just go out there and, and, and crash into a wall. You know, but he knows how to get it done. I, I so far, I haven't heard this man raise his voice. I haven't heard him sound like he's disgusted or pissed off about what we're doing. None of that. And most of the people that have worked around him that I've talked to that have known him a lot longer than I have, they say the same thing. You know, they yeah. I've had artists tell me, you know, for years that they've been on the road with him and promoters, you know, would come at them a certain way and try to short them on their money. And he comes right in and doesn't have to raise his voice. Say, look, this is what you owe my artist. This is what I need and we need it now. And boom, off the top, it's not even a question. So I, I think his, the, his reputation, what he set up and established is, is priceless. And that's what I'm looking to take advantage of. And also what I'm looking to continue on in the tradition of what SMG Solo Music was, but we're also focusing on what we want it to be because we want this to be something that even long after he and I off this earth, the legacy of this company, what we've done in the past 33 years or 30 years and what we're going to do, God willing, in the next 20 to 30 years, that it supersedes us and it carries on. And that's what we're looking at. We're looking at focusing on the, the – Legacy that's established, creating new legacy and new legendary artists, but we want something that endures infinitely even after we're done. Yeah, that's a great thing to reach for. And uh, you're 100% right about St. Charles. I had many conversations with him over the years. Uh, such a humble individual. I mean, it soaked up so much game from him, too. I mean, it's just like you said, a wealth of knowledge. Um, I'm mm -hmm. real glad to see that he's back at it. I'm glad to see that um, you and him partnered up because uh, I know both of you guys, and I know your work ethics. It's going to be ridiculous. I look forward to it. Let's give him a taste of what you got coming. Um, I like this track. Uh, you sent me a couple of tracks. I like this one the most so far. I mean, I got to listen to him more mm -hmm. a little bit, but Ziggy, the name of the song's called She's mm -hmm. a Fool. Has a New Orleans. Mm -hmm. uh, His full name is Ziggy Zigzag. He's from Yazoo, uh, Mississippi. And the thing that we get back most about him, and you can definitely identify this, and see, this is to me why people like you are so pivotal with what you do and what you've established in your knowledge. Every single DJ that we've played Ziggy songs for, we always get, Ziggy sounds like Boosie Badass. And my thing is, he's a talented artist. He doesn't sound like Boosie Badass. It's where he's from. If you go back yeah. and you listen to Ghetto Twins, Orleans. 
Yes, that that New Orleans, Mississippi, Bayou sound. If you listen to the Ghetto Twins, if you listen to Boosie, if you listen to Ziggy Zigzag, who we're about to listen to now, you know, it, it's it's just their accent. It's just like a lot of people say, well, if you hear certain rappers from Brooklyn, oh, they're trying to sound like Jay-Z. No, they're not trying to. That's just the tone and how they talk where they're from. Same thing with California, same thing with the Bay Area. And a lot of times, you know, I had one DJ tell me, he said, he's like, well, who's the Ghetto twin? I said, excuse me? He's like, well, who, who are the Ghetto Twins that you're talking about? He sounds like the Ghetto Twins. I said, you don't know who the Ghetto Twins are? He says, no. I said, okay. Google it. You'll find, you'll find yeah, out. Yeah. But it's like that, kind of, that kind of exchange. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's like it's just a local thing, you know, coming from that area of the country. But he's, he's an artist that we have a lot of promise and, and expect big things from. His work ethic is crazy. I mean, he he's got we've got stuff already in a can from him, and he's a brand new artist. Um, and coming from Mississippi, that part of Mississippi, it's still very rural. It's still very uh, um, slow paced and laid back. You know what I mean? Um, but he's the type of guy. I mean, I set up a radio interview for him maybe a month and a half ago, and he was supposed to do a freestyle on camera during his interview because it was done over Zoom. And their internet service where he is is just not good at all. And they had a hurricane coming in. This kid sat in the car, and you could see the twister coming in up behind him. He finished his verse, shut the car down, and ran his ass in the house. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he got the Yeah. Yeah, he got the bars in, man. So, That's a dedicated artist. You know, there you go. That's my point. But, um, yeah, she's a fool with it. It's doing pretty good in, in certain parts of Houston right now. Um, we're Like I said, we're relaunching. We're setting things up. We're recording. Um, we've got some other things we're going to mention in, in, in this interview as well. But it's definitely available on all platforms. Um, you can check him out on uh, Instagram at Z-I-G underscore uh, um, Z-A-G, Zigzag underscore C-B-T. Uh, country boy thugging is his crew out of uh, Mississippi. So this is it. She's a fool with it. Ziggy Zigzag. Right here on the Murder Master Music Show.
that was uh, Ziggy. She's a fool right here on the Murder Master Music Show. Let me bring on my homie here, Music Matisse, SMG Solar Music Group, CEO. You know what I'm saying? That's yes, a, indeed, uh, sir. Dope to be able to say that, man. Um, <clears throat> now, uh, when, when is Ziggy dropping? Well, that particular song is already out. It's available on all uh, major platforms, um, Google, Amazon, YouTube. You can download it. The downloads are free. Um, officially, what our focus is right now, um, particularly during the next 12 to 18 months, we're focusing on releasing singles from all of our acts. Reason being oh, is we've got catalog material that has not been released, that's been in the vaults. Um, we've got you know, new artists that are coming out. So our thing right now is building the content across the board. We can introduce a new artist to you, but with the climate being what it is, we also don't want to put pressure on these artists to make them feel for the new artists that they're rushed. Take your time. We yeah. can drop two to three singles on your year with your videos. Make sure it's available on social media. We do the social media marketing and promotions, um, which we've got coming down the pike. And then, you know, we can look at an EP or an album. Um, we've got Ziggy Zigzag, we've got Black Pablo, we've got Art 23, um, T-Rock is under that extended family umbrella with us as well, um, and that's where we are right now, you know what I mean, is the focus on the development of those artists. We also got out of Philadelphia, um, Ladder Leaf, and that's something else I wanted to, to touch on really quick. Um, we pretty much, with the new artists, are covering the entire map as far as the U.S. is concerned. Ladder Leaf is out of Philadelphia. Ziggy Zigzag is out of Mississippi. Black Pablo is out of the Bay Area in Cali. T-Rock is, is representing all day, every day, you know, Atlanta. You know, so we have a nice blend of artists. And Art 23, he's from Brooklyn. He now lives in Baltimore. So we didn't want to say that you have to be from one particular part of the country. We wanted to touch, coming back out, we want to touch every part of the, of the U.S. and eventually every part of the world. You know, and that I think is something we're going to focus on more so because we want great music, we want great artists and talented artists from everywhere. You know, yeah. and we want everybody to, to feel that they can come under SMG and Solar and be part of what we're doing as a musical family, as far as the fans are concerned. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And and you guys got the eyes for talent too. So when an artist submits something to either of you guys, I already know. You know right off the bat if it's going to hit or if it's or if it's going to flop. Um, how do you, you know, what I'm saying, choose uh, who who you think is going to be the most effective, and, and what are the what are those criteria that they got to meet? It's it's so many different things, but what I look for honestly in the market today and the way the game is today, I look for the work ethic. I look for the person that's going to go above and beyond to put that time in. Um, if I get a chance to, to get them in the studio or run across them in the studio, I'm sitting back and I'm just watching even the studio environment. Do you have literally, and you know like I do, do you have 50 people in the studio with you who are serving no purpose, but they're just there to smoke your weed and drink your alcohol, but they're not contributing to the art of what you're doing? Are you distracted easy? What is your work ethic? Because that's what I'm really looking at, and I'm looking at that and for that in so many different ways. Let's be honest. We have hundreds of thousands of people who can rhyme, rap, write, spit, whatever word you choose to call it, their asses off. But 
at the end of the day, what's going to separate you in my book, as far as SMG and Solar is concerned, is how is that work ethic? What are you, are you dedicated to this? Do you love this? Or is this just a quick paycheck where you can throw some jewelry around your neck, so you got the latest sneakers or the latest gear on, and you can front and stunt? I'm looking at what you put into your artistry. It doesn't matter to me where you're from. I listen to music across the board in all genres. When it comes to hip-hop, I listen to music across the board in all genres. You know that for a fact, knowing me. You know what I mean? I don't have no limitations geographically. Oh, you're from here. I'm not listening to you. So I'm just looking for artists who are willing to work hard when we initially meet. But what's important to me, too, and you won't hear a lot of labels say this, I'm looking for artists that know the business that have a true understanding of how this actually goes, how they're supposed to make their money, how they're supposed to get paid, how we're supposed to get paid as a record label, the whole nine yards, how how they're protected, the entities, do you own your name? Do you, do you own the trademark to your name? Are you registered with BMI, ASCAP, or CSAC? You know what I mean? Are you familiar with how to actually download a song from social media? Are you familiar with how often you're supposed to get paid on royalties? Do you know the difference between your mechanical and your synchronized royalties? These things are important, even a basic knowledge. You you may not have to know it to the extent that I would as a CEO of a record company, but I think you would need to have some type of idea, case in point, without going into to any names. But even now, you have mainstream platinum artists, as of this interview, who are in litigation, who sold millions of records in the past few years, but they're in litigation right now with their record label. And that's what we don't want for our artists. We want you to understand how you get paid. We want you to understand why you're supposed to get paid, when you're supposed to get paid. We don't want a question mark there because the one thing that, that we don't want that's not going to help really you as an artist or us as a label is litigation because the only person that wins going to court is the lawyers on both sides because they're both getting paid. Yeah, You know absolutely. what I mean? And a lot of times the artists... The, the artists most times they don't want to hear that They just want to get in Do a dope song They want to get in on a video set They want the girls They want the jewelry They want the champagne That's nice But we're looking for a work ethic At least have basic knowledge of the business Or be willing to learn what we teach you In that regard So those are the things that catch my eye I'm definitely looking for someone who could tear You know the microphone down Who can who can rhyme no matter what the style Who can spit their asses off That's great Someone who can write songs Absolutely Showmanship for sure You know so to me it's like a gumbo I'm looking for a lot and I'm going to demand A lot and the artists that work With me now a lot of them will tell you And they're going to be coming on your show I can guarantee you that um, we're, we're definitely going to book them All of them you know one by one uh, For the Murder Masters Music Show You know what I mean and that's out of the respect we have For you and what you all do And your dedication over the years But they'll tell you the same thing You know in a short amount of time they'll tell you Oh he's hard on us but we get why he's hard on us. They're not going to tell you I'm an asshole, but they're going to tell you I'm, I'm very hard on him because it's discipline, it's structure. Yeah. All of this goes with what we're trying to build, you know? Yes, yes. Uh, whenever so, whenever I have someone, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, work with the show, whatever, behind the scenes or, or whatnot, I always tell them, you know, um, you got to watch out of the intentions of people. You know, if you, if you have an artist... Right who is 100% focused and dedicated to the craft, and it's all about business, man, that's going to go much smoother. But when you got someone that's got mm-hmm. multiple people in their ear, uh, we've all dealt with this before. It's, it's, uh, it 
it's hard to get through to them. I had a guy in uh, St. Louis, very fucking talented, and um, mm-hmm. and we he had a huge meeting with Tragster up in Chicago, and to possibly sign mm-hmm. him, ECL was there and everything. Uh, we couldn't get to wow. Chicago because we had to stop twenty fucking places between St. Louis and Chicago. You know what I'm saying? That it wasn't serious. That's how you know mm-hmm. if if someone going to take it serious or not and unfortunately many don't but uh it's good to know you ain't fucking around you know um, oh no with the Absolutely artist not. let me ask you something though yeah with everything you just explained with your experience with that artist and in the position you're in as far as the media do you think that a lot of the media influencers if they were to do what you just did give a thorough explanation of how some of these things should go. Do you think they would actually have a better chance of getting through to the artist versus quote unquote, the record label or the manager sometimes? Cause I think, and, and the reason why I asked that question is media holds a lot of influence and weight in the, in the industry. Now these kids are very influenced by who's behind the mic on these shows. So do you think well, that a lot of these personalities could do a better job of like explaining stuff like that to the artists? They need to. You know, we talk about it all the time here, of course, you know, but we're a much smaller outlet. Like somebody like the Breakfast Club, they they reach millions where we, we reach thousands, you know. So, uh, mm-hmm. but it's up to them. You're 100% right. It's up to them to educate their audience, um, the potential artists in the audience, uh, about the pitfalls in the industry. I've always done that, whether it be a Murder Dog or Street Masters or anything I've mm-hmm. ever uh you know, did work for, especially this platform. It's so important, man, right. because if you can save, let's let's say, an eighteen-year-old kid just getting his feet wet in the game, if you could save him the years of struggle and pain that certain artists went through, that that we've documented mm-hmm. ourselves, um, it's a blessing. You're saving that man so right. much. Uh, money, so much pain, so much anguish, falling into bad relationships. You're you're warning them about what could happen. I mean, man, that's that's vital. That's education right there. Right. You know. Oh yeah. Um, I'd love to have oh, that yeah. knowledge as twenty-year-old press. You know, I'd be in, in a much better situation. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm sure all of us would be. You know. Right. So, you know. But yeah, unfortunately, not many not many of us think like that. And like you said, these ones with the bigger platforms, they're not telling the kids and warning them what could happen if you sign this type of paperwork or if you do this or if you do, you know, if you have this type of person in your little entourage. First and foremost, I think if you're an artist, uh, you need to have as few people around you as possible because uh, most of them mm-hmm. are parasites. Most of them just want to uh, hang on to you at your high points, and then they're gone when you're at your low points. You know, um, right. it's like that in all facets of this game, though. It, it's it's a valid point to bring up. Yeah, it, it's just, I, and the reason why I bring it up is because, like I said, I just notice, you know, when I talk to a lot of the young artists that I run across, they are hugely influenced by a lot of podcasters, a lot of radio programs and DJs and stuff more so than if they have a decent manager. It's like they'll listen to something that they see on a show during an interview and they'll take that to heart more so than they would if they got a decent manager or a decent record label owner that, that's trying to guide them the right way. The, one of the first things you'll hear them say with this generation in particular is, well, 
I didn't hear that on such and such and such show or on this particular podcast or this particular show this morning. This particular personality said this, 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 but you're telling me something else. And it's like, yeah, because I'm right here with you. You don't even know the person you were watching on this show, (laughs) but the influence is there, you know. It's crazy. The influence, it it is, man. You you know, the more followers somebody has, um, unfortunately, people are going to take that advice over somebody like you or I because um, they just think, well, with that many people, they can't be wrong. And that's, that's, you're dead wrong if you think that. You'll follow them right off the cliff with about 10 million other sheep. And uh, you got to think for yourself in this game. And you really got to make the best decisions you can because your success, it might only be short-lived, and you got to take advantage of it as much as possible. You know, when I was born in the game uh, in the in the uh, 90s and early 2000s with the magazines, I was I was writing for three, four magazines at a time. You know, uh, I was mm-hmm. taking advantage of any opportunities I could, writing bios, whatever I could. That's what you got to do. Right. You can't have all your eggs mm-hmm. in one basket. Never. And no. and you're a testament to but that, see, man. It, all they got to do is listen to the archive of the episodes with you on it, and they'll they'll know. Yeah, and and that's what I was going to say about you, though. You you were a hustler, still are a hustler, but that also explains why you and I are still here. Yeah, we're still doing yeah. what we love to do, and you know what I mean. And it's like that's what they have to understand too. And a lot of the kids don't understand it. You know, it, it's and it's our job not to get disgusted with them, not to throw them away. It's our job if they're willing to listen to educate and support them. But understand that there are going to be differences from what they're doing versus what we were raised on. But now you also got the kids that, oh, well, you're old. I don't want to hear you. Okay, that's fine. Have a good career. But if you allow us to, 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 you know, drop some of the knowledge and the things we've experienced on you, it could make your career better. But that's my point. They don't understand either that this is a career. But being an artist is not the type of thing that comes with a guaranteed pension. There's no health care. There's no retirement pension at 60. So whatever your business structure is now when you're 20, 21, 22, 23, you've got to make sure that at 30 you can still make money from this, that at 40 yeah. you can still make money from this. They can, can say, well, you're an old head. Or they can call you whatever they want. But at the end of the day, prior to COVID hitting, you still had action in the 80s and the 90s independent acts that are still going on throughout the United States making money doing shows that are still oh, going yeah. overseas. So this is what, really again, funny. they don't realize, you know, you got to make this thing yeah. work for you. And it all depends on how your business is set up. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have, uh, you got to have structure. You got to have goals. You got to have reachable, attainable goals. So many people over yep. the years I've seen fail because they come in the game, and, and I'd ask them, what are your goals? What are your ambitions? And so many of them were like, oh, I, want, I, I want to be number one platinum, you know, with my with my first single or, or my, my first album. I want it to sell 500000 Okay, that's that's a nice thing to, to, to reach for, but you got to be realistic. Why don't you go for the – first go for the regional success, you know what I mean, local, mm-hmm. then go for regional, then work your way into national. You know what I'm saying? People, they yep. want to get the platinum plaques without putting in the work is what I'm saying. Um, mm-hmm. you got to put in the work. 
you got to put in the work and and you got to meet the right people along the way. You got to meet the St. Charles's, Music Matisse's, the Prez's, whoever, and and connect. Mm-hmm. Meet those people who can connect those dots for you and point you in the right direction. But when yep. you do obtain success, don't forget about us, motherfuckers. Now, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> don't forget about us now, because you know I, I know we've played pivotal roles in um, many people's success. I'm just going to be real, you know? Oh, um, yeah. Oh, and yeah. there's a lot of people who remember that and who are, are gracious and, and uh, who, who still pretend to know you, but then there's some people, man, they're on that Hollywood bullshit, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But that just comes with the game. You got your highs and your lows, yeah. your good and your bad, and you just got to learn how to work through all of it. But, uh, man, this has been a great mm-hmm. dope hip-hop conversation. We still got more to get to. Absolutely. Um, I want to uh, ask you uh, a few more questions, but first let's go to this other track. Mm-hmm. This one, uh, this one's called Le- LeBron James. Who's the artist of this one? Uh, this is Black Pablo. Interesting story of Black Pablo is, and you're going to really enjoy this one. Black Pablo is an extended family member of the Dayton family. Oh, He's okay. uh, worked as a road manager for the Dayton family, um, and that's, you know, coming up under that umbrella. He's he's definitely influenced by them. He's from Flint, Michigan originally. He resides in the Bay Area now, um, talented cat. Uh, one thing I can say about this guy is his enthusiasm. If he doesn't know something, he is going to research, bug you, ask you, research again until he finds out exactly what it is he needs to know. And that's one of the things that, you know, made me really eager to sign him. He has a desire and a hunger. He wants to learn, you know. Um, and Gemini again, he's definitely Act? representing that, that... Go ahead. Was, was he originally Gemini X? Um, No. Mm-mm. Not as oh, far okay. as I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought I saw somebody make a, po- a post about uh, signing with SMG, um, but um, if he's from Flint and he knows the Dayton family, then he's got to know who Gemini X is. That's uh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's one of the best. But but what what's his uh, what's his story? Is he got a uh, he's got the single out? But does he have an album in the, the works? The single is or, out. You know? The single is out. Um, like I said, we're focusing right now on singles. Um, we do have an EP um, that's currently available on all platforms called Underground Rap Pushers Volume 1. And that's um, some unreleased material from the vaults uh, from back in the 90s, which I think a lot of purists um, from our era and our time frame would enjoy. You can get that. It's available on every platform now. Um, thank God. And that dropped about two weeks ago. Um, so we're, we're pushing the publicity, the mainstream, the press releases, all that stuff is coming down the pike. We're just basically stacking and lining everything up now. But the push and the marketing behind everything will be, you know, rolling very, very soon. But with Black Pablo, like I said, this is a single of Ron James. Um, it's currently out, available on all platforms. Um, and we will be looking at, again, probably dropping another single on him, like with our other artists, probably within the next four to five months. And then next year, depending on how this COVID situation is, how we look to get out on the road, we'll follow up and see whether we're going to do full-length EPs or, or albums right now on each individual artist. What I'm looking to do is springtime next year do a compilation with all of our new artists. And then yeah. after that, maybe have them start dropping albums. But there you go. There this you go. is... That's- talking about. Yeah, man. This is Black Pablo, LeBron James with my man Prez on the murder. 
Say that again. I was saying you guys probably got people from all over the country. Oh, absolutely, that, and that was intentional. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I said earlier, we every artist is from a different area because we want the world to understand what SMG Solar is about musically. You know what I mean? We want that pot of gumbo as far as our artists and our music. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because you can hit more markets. I mean, um, oh yeah. You know, uh, St. Charles used to put out some compilations. You know, they would feature like mm-hmm. the Dayton Family or. Uh, you know, so, so many different Bay artists, of course, but people he have people from all over, just like in Murder mm-hmm. Dog. You know, we we interview artists from all over, just like this show. That's what it's about, man. Connecting the global hip hop community. Um, exactly. And uh, you know, it's uh, there's enough money for everybody. Uh, but before uh, before oh, yeah. we do get out of here, uh, again, congratulations on this new business venture. Uh, you and uh, St. Charles have so our music group is back in effect. Um, we look uh-huh. forward to seeing the releases and what you guys do over the months to come. Um, but before we do get out of here, uh, brother, I want you to have the floor. Let them know where they need to go. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's all yours. Okay, um, this is uh, Music for CEO Solar Music Group, SMG Solar Music Group. Um, you can reach me at music, M-U-S-I-Q underscore Matisse, which is M-A-T-I-S-S-E on IG. Um, you can hit me up on the web um, at our website, which is solarmusicgroup.net. Um, you can also get in touch with us um, via email, which is solarmusicgroupllc at gmail.com. Um, send us your comments, send us, you know, information you might want as far as when we have releases coming out. We are relaunching. We're in the process of that now. Um, we should have another two months to go administratively um, with everything that's going on with COVID to have those logistics out of the way. And our focus will be 100% on bringing you nothing but the best in underground uh, hip-hop, rap, and the culture of that. Okay, worldwide, East Coast, West Coast, the whole nine yards. And all of our artists will be making upcoming appearances over the next few weeks and months on the Murder Master Music Show. And please make sure you continue to support Prez, the whole movement, Murder Master Music Show, etc. man. And I just want to take a few minutes to tell you personally, thank you for your support over the years. Do not think that your efforts, your shows, your contribution to the culture is not seen, because trust me, it is. And, you know, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, a couple of years down the road, hopefully we can uh, get together and just push your platform to even a greater level, you know, once we, we got this ball rolling over here at SMG Solar. So we look forward to your continued success. We thank you for your support, and our artists will be coming to you, man, for interviews, for advertising, etc. Every single artist, every release that we have, you have my word, they will be on your show. Man, thank you. Thank you, uh, brother. I appreciate it, Marvin. Man, we go back, like we were talking about earlier, many years, man, the better part of the last two decades. So uh, it's, it's yeah. good to see it's good to see this, man. Congratulations once again, and uh, you know we're gonna uh, we're gonna keep it moving. Twenty 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 one. Here we come. Mm-hmm. Let's get out of here, That's man. It. Make sure to uh, you know solar That's music it. groups follow everything they do. Uh, man, man, give them yep. give them um, give them your platforms real quick one more time. 
Okay. Music Matisse on IG is M-U-S-I-Q underscore M-A-T-I-S-S-E. Online, you can hit us on our website, which is solarmusicgroup.net, S-M-G, solarmusicgroup.net. Um, and hit us up on email. If you want to email us, you can do that as well, SMG Solar Music Group, LLC, at gmail.com. Definitely reach out to us. Like I said, if you have any questions, you want to know what's coming out, where it is, everything that we have out right now, Black Pablo, the LeBron James single, uh, Ziggy Zigzag, She's a Fool With It, Art 23, uh, his latest single, Active, all three of those singles are available on all major platforms for streaming and downloading. Also check out the compilation album that we have from a lot of unreleased material. I'm going into the vault, so I'm going to be releasing stuff compilation-wise, as you noted, uh, periodically. But right now, check out that Underground Rap Pushes Volume 1, available on all streaming platforms as well. And that's what's up. That's what's up. And in honor of a mutual friend, someone we've both interviewed, we're going to play My Musician by the original Ghetto Boys, dedicated to our brother Colin DJ Ready Red Lacey. Absolutely. Rest in peace to him and Bushwick Bill. Bring it on! Like Mother Nature, ruling like a god. You're being schooled and you're fooled, thinking you can rock hard. 
positive hit, it's all remake, funky break, it's something you would take in the future, because it's when you relate to my musician. They've been doing all through this record right here. While I'm doing my thing on the wheels of steel. But I wanna know what's up with my producer, Cliff Blackman, Carl Stevenson. What's up with my executive producer, the King Little James? What's up with my manager, Leslie Wyatt? What is up with jazz management? And yo, what's up with my homeboys, the Ghetto Boys? What is up with the Sire Jukebox? And what's up with Prince Addison C? What is up with my dancer, Bushwick Bill? Hip hop is on the floor. What is up with that girl in that corner right there with that boy? What is up with them two boys over there by that table? Let me stop bugging. I want y'all to know one thing. My scratches are not samples. And here's an example from the musician. The grand with the DJ Ready Red. DJ Ready Red. DJ Ready Red. 